uproot the weeds of the discomfort. Let your courage sprout. Fertilize your days with happiness and nourishment. Today I am chatting about the human design chart and how we can use this as a parenting tool. Right now I'm sitting at my kitchen table. It is early in the morning. It is Thursday, so I'm enjoying my morning routine of having some electrolytes and different supplements to start the day so that way I can go work really hard at the farm, be outside in all the weather, and not feel depleted at the end of the day. So if you would like to know how that all works, happy to help. Just send me a message. I have been looking at the full moon outside my kitchen table window area hilarious story. I'm really glad I checked the first time I recorded this to make sure everything sounds okay. It's kind of hard in the mornings when everyone else is sleeping and I'm trying to have good audio quality and not whisper, but also not be so loud I wake everyone up. So checked if everything was recording. And in true full moon energy with technology, who knows what happened? It was like blank. So Super glad I checked and didn't um, set you up with a podcast with no audio. In episode 9, I talked about all the different personality tests and things you can do to dive in and know yourself better. That episode is called Confidence, and so that's where I kind of introduced the human design chart. Today, I'm going to specifically go into how I use this as a parenting tool for Kai. So if you're new to the human design world, it is super interesting. And once you get into it, you like want to explore all the things. And there's a lot in this chart. What you need to know is your birthday, location, you were born. And then you got to make sure you have the accurate birth time. Because when I did Kai's, I had it off by 10 minutes. And then switching it to the actual birth time shifted it quite a bit. So it's not really worth it to dive into it yet until you have the actual birth time. And if you don't, uh, sometimes it's on birth certificates. I actually emailed the hospital I was born at and they emailed me back the time I was born. So too, you can contact the hospital that you were born at. Um, That might be a little bit harder to navigate and find out, but it's definitely worth it because this thing is filled with gems and is so helpful. And especially too, Even if you can't figure out your own, do the kids, because once I explain all this, you might have some aha moments of your own kids and want to dive deeper into this. All right, so starting off with type, there are four types. There are manifestors, there are projectors, there are generators, and then there are reflectors. Then there is a combination. The only combination there could be is a manifesting generator. And that is what Kai is. So that means he is part manifester, part generator. And I can see when he shifts from manifester mode to generator mode. So for example, manifestors need more alone time, some rest. Generators, they could just go, 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 wake up with a full fuel tank ready to do all the things, create all the things. Manifestors are going to ebb and flow by 
the downloads they're getting and what they should put their energy to. So for having a manifesting generator child, I can see Kai where he likes his alone time. We will come home from being at the farm. He will go in his room and he will play. Or if it's a home day, he could play in there for hours and hours. And he'll just be in his little nook. He'll be just sitting there like I'll just see him and he'll be sketching, drawing, browsing a book and very just like quiet and resting, you know, like kind of checking in with his body, his intuition. And now all of a sudden he will sprint downstairs and he got his download of what he wanted to do. And then he is in generator mode and he is going to go do all the things and work really hard and make it happen. With being that combination of type, manifestors need that alone, quiet time and time to rest and be prepared for the next download of all the things they want to do. Since he's a child and he's not an adult right now and kind of can regulate that himself and tell me like, okay, no, I need like a home day this day. Or even it's kind of hard, like you can't pre-plan like, oh, a manifester, they need Wednesdays to rest. Um, It can shift day to day, week to week. But knowing he is a manifesting generator, making sure he has those home days, he has that rest time and prioritizing that. So what our schedule looks like is Monday, Wednesday, Friday are our home days, our main lesson day that we're at the house we can kind of shift where we usually honestly only have two days that week that we do the main lesson. So that way we have a good day where there's nothing planned. And then Tuesday, Thursday, we are with our farm community, our homeschool community where I lead our co-op. And Saturday and Sunday, we honestly don't do too much. Like we'll do some family stuff once in a while, Um, but it's not uncommon that we just hang out at home those days too. And so he has plenty of opportunity to rest and slow down and we do travel quite a bit and when we travel like I prioritize sleep and food at the top that if he's not getting rest he needs that for his manifesting tendencies if he's not getting that rest like that's when manifestors do often get sick because they're not honoring that their body needs that rest this chart is super cool because it's gonna break down if people naturally think in the past, the present, or the future, if they should be having like a set routine with their food, if they're not self-themed, like they're out of balance, how to recognize that and help shift them back into balance, like so much goodness within this. So when we are talking about food, manifesting generators, they're that combination. So generators thrive off of having same meals same time so like breakfast lunch dinner about the same time about the same thing like not shifting it up doing like too much variety craziness in what they're doing they often will like meal planning that consistency where manifestors can often forget to eat and theirs is going to shift where one day they're eating a lot less because they're kind of in that rest period and then they're going to go to eating a ton the next day because maybe they were in their manifestor mode and they totally forgot to eat and then they're recovering and they're taking in tons of food to then go back to that rest period 
So that combination, manifesting generators, totally see this in Kai, that some days he is eating like so much. And then the next day he's like eating very, very light. And I was like, what is going on? I see growing, I see... And then manifestors, how they will often forget to eat because they get so involved in a project, totally him. So I was telling uh, my husband that really the only... We've never had sleep issues. We've never had really any issues with Kai. Um, the only thing that's been consistent for years now is the food. And it's always when it's bedtime, I'm hungry. And I'm like, yes, because your manifest yourself forgot to eat. And so we do a last call for food. We don't like force, like you got to finish your plate, any of that stuff. We provide food and have meals together. And then... When it's bedtime, he's still hungry. So we started last call for food is usually half an hour before bed. We found is more the sweet spot. And even then, sometimes it's bedtime and it's still, I'm hungry. So instead of getting frustrated with those things, diving in, learning about it, and then you're like, oh, that's what's going on. Okay, so next profile type. Kai is a 5'1". So the first number is his conscious self. He knows he is that five. And then the one is that unconscious quality that he might not realize, but he does have that quality. So a five is a problem solver. A one is a investigator. So for me as a parent, that five, he is a problem solver. If he sees something he wants to be a part of and help fix it, then... I need to be that parent that is supportive and let him try because if I'm telling him, no, Kai, it's not going to work. No, no, no. You can't do this. You can't do this. That's going to defeat him. It's going to tell him I don't believe in him. This is who he is to the core and I'm not supporting him. Instead of saying like, yep, go for it. Let me know how it goes. Or encouraging that problem solving too of like, hey, Kai, I have a problem. Could you help me? that like lights them up. The one in the profile is a investigator, which means he has a thousand questions a day or more, and I just gotta be super, super patient. Um, You need patience with children anyways, but knowing that he wants to know all the things, he wants to ask questions about them, he wants to research them, he wants to, once he has the answer to the question, he still wants to talk about it and tell you about it because that helps him remember it and process all the information he's taken in and put it together so that he has investigated it, understands it, and can share it with someone else. There are six profile types. So the one is that investigator. The two, they are naturally talented, but they also have these hermit qualities that they want to go have this time alone because they can easily feel pressure because they are so talented in certain areas. A three is someone that lives through trial and error. A four is someone that is very set in their belief system and they want to be with others that are set in that same belief system. A five is the problem solver and then a six is a natural leader. I had mentioned before from this chart that you can tell if someone is thinking primarily in the past, present, or future, there's these three little lines up by the head, and Kai is, I like laughed when I saw this. I was like, oh, he only thinks in the future. 
and that's totally you can just see it in the questions they ask the stories they talk and it's always mom could we do this could we do this and like planning planning for the future and so what's helped me is I say like we'll see or I've done it before with our mirror I'll write all the things he wants to learn all the things he wants to do so he's validated that I'm hearing him and they are on the mirror and I say we can't do all these hundred things today but we can then see what you're interested in prioritize them and make a plan the last thing I wanted to touch a bit on is there are nine energy centers and when it is colored in that means it is defined and that can be a strength of yours and you're not going to be open to other people's energy from that center because yours is defined and colored in and therefore it's closed when it's white it is open and you're taking in everything from that center with the people around you so for kai the big ones for me to pay attention to is he has his intuition defined and colored in and so supporting that and teaching him how your intuition is a muscle and how to strengthen it and how to listen to it so that right now he's eight and by the time he's 18 that is really rooted in him of trust your intuition know how to listen to it know how to use it on the flip side of that his emotional solar plexus is not defined and so it is white on his chart and that means all the people he's around he's taking in their emotions so knowing how to set some boundaries knowing how to know what's his and what is others and i can see this through like he feels bad for people or he wants to help them and any story he tells me he imagines himself and the emotions he would be feeling if he was that person and in that situation last week's episode was a little long for my short simple straight to the point with some takeaways so i'm gonna stop here because i could geek out on this for hours and hours um i already have and have done pretty much every chart of all the kids and adults that come to our farm co-op i have ran um like charts on all our family when we are together and it's really fun to put everyone's together and then see the different dynamics and like be like oh that's why this person likes this and why i like this or why i do this and this person doesn't like to do that and then it's more you're not trying to like fight who you are you're understanding yourself better so if you would like to know more about this please just reach out send me a message um, get your birth time run your whole family's charts and then i can explain it even more so i guarantee you're gonna enjoy diving deeper into this i haven't met anyone yet that's like no vanessa this is totally not me and if it feels like that you probably don't have the right birth time all right to bring us to a closing what is working for me currently as i had had the idea to kind of record quite a few podcasts and have a library like ready to go and scheduled so that i could be more in my planner mode of vanessa tendencies and I decided not to because I feel like just recording one podcast a week allows me kind of to be more in the flow of everything else in the world, everyone else in the world. The fact that I'm staring at this giant full moon and we're probably all feeling that heightened energy right now from it. 
And that way, what I can share, I feel like more isn't aligned with what other people might be wanting to hear right now and feeling awesome. So I'm keeping myself just living and recording one podcast a week, truly enjoying it instead of it being a to-do list item. I'm also waking up in the morning and telling myself, instead of starting my day, I need to do this, I need to do this, I have photos to edit, I have a co-op to be planning, I need to pack. Instead of, I need, I need, I need to do this, I am just telling myself, you got this, you're going to get everything done that you need to do today, and go start doing it. And that mindset right there, shifting it, makes you not start your day feeling overwhelmed, makes you confident that what you need to do, you're going to find a way to make it happen. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram at Vanessa's Holistic Living. Send any requests for future episodes 